I am vengeance. I am the night. I am. Matthew Bars here. And I am back, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. I am back with a brand new episode of Enter the Batcave. And for this episode, I am going to be talking a little something different. Though it does have something to do related to all superheroes. Most importantly, the Dark Knight himself. And, well, basically superheroes, period. It is about mental health. And this one's actually a little more closer to me. And before I begin today's topic, I want to say a shout out to my friends uh, Sansi and Sally. Uh, hi girls, what's up? Uh, thank you girls so much for being my friends. Thank you for being there for me um, through my difficult times. And I love you girls from the bottom of my heart. You girls are I mean, you girls are, mean everything to me, and especially now because, like, I've been sober for about a year and five months, and and I hope one day that uh, we all get to meet each other in person one day as well, because I would really enjoy that. Maybe for my birthday. Just put it out there for in the universe. For my birthday, let's all meet together. Whether you come to my neck of the woods or... Or I come to your neck of the woods. Let's all meet together. Let's all get together. Because I love you girls. So much. And... Now, we're getting into uh, today's subject. And today is going to be about... Being the hero in your own story. And... Oh, got a notification there. Sorry. Uh, but... Yeah. We, um... We often hear that saying, be the hero in your own story, you know? And... It is true. There are times when we do have to be the hero in our own story because unlike in the world of comic books, graphic novels, movies, television and cartoons and video games, can't forget those. We don't live in a world of real superheroes. There's nobody in a big blue costume and a red cape that watches over us and protects us from aliens and robots and mad scientists. We don't have a red devil uh, watching over our inner 
streets and keeping our streets safe from drug dealers, crackheads, and mobsters and thieves. And we also don't uh, have billionaire orphans who dress up like bats and ride around in Batmobiles and fight evil clowns. Nope, we don't have that. We live in a world where you're considered soft because if you cry. You're considered, we live in a world where if we're seen, we're deemed argumentative or difficult if we don't follow the norm. We live in a world where as men and as women, we're not really loved. And sometimes we have to we have to know within ourselves that we are loved. And that's uh, something that I've dealt with the most. Because, don't get me wrong, I've, I've had girlfriends before, I've dated, but, uh, you know, stuff didn't work out, and that's story for another day. But the ones that I tend to think about the most were the ones that gave me the fake phone numbers, the ones that ghosted me, that never got back to me, the ones that, um, that I never even went on one date with or never got a second date with. And how does that affect my mental health? Well, it affects my mental health because when I was a kid and I, yeah, in high school, um, I wasn't dating. Uh, I was reading graphic novels at that time as well. Batman, especially. I was um, picked on, I was outcasted. And whenever a girl gave me a number, it turned out to be fake. And it hurt. And I tried to not let it get to me, but it would really get to me. It would hurt. And I would have people explain to me, especially when I got older, you know, they'd be like, well, it's their way of saying that. You know, they don't want to go out with you without hurting your feelings and what have you. But for me, it's just something that I've never accepted. And don't get me wrong, I know that there are perverts and there's rapists and there's all sorts of bad people out there. And women do have to protect themselves. But I think personally, there's just a right way and a wrong way to do things. And for me, doing that, that's just a wrong way. You know, and it's uh, led to my depression 
it's led to me thinking that I'm not enough or that nobody wants me. And as well as other things, uh, being haunted by my past of, you know, being physically attacked when I was a bully. And I would stand up for myself, you know, I would always do that. But most of the times uh, I usually got in trouble or scolded, you know, because I developed a bad temper and... You know, when you develop a bad temper, you know, I just go crazy and it went into my adult years and I'm trying to curb that. And it is, um, it's been difficult, you know, it's been uh, very difficult for me. Ever since um, coming out of high school, and I've tried years, years to try to get past it, and I'm really trying to work on this right now um, because um, you know it brings you back to a place of when you were born. Well, not vulnerable. I mean, yeah, I was. I mean, and it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to cry and stuff like that. I'm, there's nothing wrong with that, but... You know, we're, we're human. We're all human. We're not... We're not Kryptonians, unfortunately. But... It is, um... It's just that it's led to um, a lot of depression, a lot of uh, anxiety. I have tried to, um, I have tried to kill myself. There have been times when I have tried to kill myself, and I have been in mental institutions, and uh, several weeks ago. Um, I did check myself into um, into a mental facility because I was going through a deep depression, a little too personal to talk about. And well, it started before that, and for a while I couldn't, I just couldn't do um, Enter to the Back Cave episode. I wasn't even doing Wisdoms at that time. I mean. I would appear on other people's wis wisdoms, but I wouldn't do one. Um, you know, I wouldn't do one um, for myself. And finally, I um, I just broke down in tears. I couldn't stop crying, and. Yeah, I couldn't stop crying, and then I just checked myself into a facility. And the facility I went to, it wasn't uh, it wasn't like a real hospital. It was like uh, it looked more like a house, but it was a place for people who struggle with mental illness. And um, 
and I'm not going to say any names, you know, in case uh, those people are listening out there. Don't worry, I'm not saying your names or anything, but it was uh, actually near um, an old high school of mine where, um, where I used to go to school at. Um, yeah, ACC. Uh, well, it's no longer called ACC. It's called Boston Green um, Academy. And so in a way, it was almost like coming um, full circle. You know, I mean, I haven't been to that school in years, but I do remember the bullying and stuff. In fact, uh, during my senior year, I took uh, half of it off because um, I just, because in the beginning, I was just so depressed and so upset. You know, I, I couldn't, um, you know, I couldn't really function. Well, I mean, I functioned, but it was just like, it was to the point where I was going to bed early. I wasn't eating as much. And and I just got sick and tired of it. And it wasn't until uh, midway through the year I came back. I mean, I had, um, I had a great tutor who helped me. And then eventually I did graduate. And I, um, and yeah, and I just, uh, and ever since then, you know, I did, I mean, there were good times, but I've also struggled, you know, I've struggled with alcohol, I've struggled with, uh, depression, rejection, um, misunderstandings, which is something that occurs, uh, when you have Asperger's and it's been, um, it's been difficult. It's really been difficult, but I'm still here and thank the Lord for that. Uh, yeah, thank the Lord for that. And also, um, and also, you know, thank my mom for always being there. You know, my mom, my, you know, my family, you know, I mean, my family has been praying for me, being on my side. Also, um, a family friend of, friend of ours, um, Brenda Gordon, uh, who's my neighbor, I mean, she is a wonderful, wonderful human being and a dear friend of both me and my mom. And I mean, she is, she was really supportive when I was, uh, when I was away and watching over my mom. And I will always thank for her for that. And I, um, And, you know, since coming back, I've, uh, you know, I've still struggled a little bit, you know, I mean, there's good days, there's bad days, you know, but, um, 
But, you know, I mean, what's keeping me, you know, focused is, A, the new podcast that I'm doing, uh, which I'm going to be talking about um, soon before the show ends. And um, the other thing that keeps me... Um, that keeps me centered is uh, that I want to get better. And how do I get better? Well, I'm exercising. Yep. I'm trying to, Of course, uh, I was exercising before I went in, into the facility, but uh, unfortunately. But then when I went into the facility, I kind of got off track and, you know, I was, uh, you know, I ate some junk food and now I'm trying to lay off the Snickers bars again. Well, not Snickers bars, you know, but I don't eat Snickers. I don't know why I said Snickers, but, uh, I eat, but I eat Milky Ways and Twix and trying to lay off that, lay off the junk food, just, uh, try to exercise more. I've been going to, uh, AA meetings as well for my alcoholism. Um, you know, not that. You know, like I'm tempted to have a drink or anything, but there are times when I'm, uh, when something bad happens and, you know, my emotions, yeah, my anxiety gets the better of me and I'm just like, I need to have a drink. You know, that's the only time I really think about having a drink is when something really, really bad happens. And... And I, um, you know, and I'm trying meditations, positive affirmations, you know, I'm trying all that, you know, just trying to make myself a better person and I'm going to support groups as well. And the support groups are, um, yeah, the support groups have, uh, helped out a lot and in fact um, actually I've talked about uh, my love of graphic novels and superheroes um, at my peer support group and um, you know and they you know they love it and because I am known for like getting graphic novels and stuff like that because the group that I go to is uh, not too far from um, Faneuil Hall and uh, here in Boston in Faneuil Hall there's a Newberry Comics so uh, I go there and I get my graphic novels and stuff in fact I think I'm gonna go there tomorrow you know do a little more retail therapy yeah it's always good to do some uh, retail therapy and speaking of graphic novels um, I did read some while I was uh, away as well and one of them was the all-time classic, The Dark Knight Returns. Yep, this was the uh, 30th anniversary edition that I got. Yeah, that I read. And, um, and reading this... You know, it was just amazing. I mean, I've read this a thousand times. I mean, it's one of these books that I never get tired of. In fact, one of the staff members 
uh, when he was checking my bags, you know, because, you know, when you go there, you know, they check your bags to make sure you don't have any alcohol, drugs, or nothing to stab you in the neck with. And he saw one of my books, and he was like, oh my god, Batman, The Dark Knight Returns, oh, this is a classic. This and along with, uh, you know, The Watchmen. And so, yeah, made a new friend. And hopefully he's uh, listening to the show right now, actually. Hope he is. Yep, I really hope he's... uh, He's listening to the show right now. And... You know, in reading this, I mean... It also reminds me of why I love Batman so much. You know, Batman is one of my favorite heroes. I mean, my all-time favorite. I mean, my all-time favorites are, of course, uh, Batman, Superman, Spider-Man... Uh, Blade, The Punisher, Daredevil. I mean, Batman is number one for me, you know. And, you know, Batman is a hero that, um, you know, I look up to in movies and comics and, um, and what have you. And... Once again, going back to the title of our show, you know, being the hero in your own story, well, this is the hero that I have to be. I have to be my own Batman. You know, I have to be a version of, uh, my own version of Batman, you know. Well, I guess you could say kind of a mix between Batman and the Punisher, I would say. (laughs) Yeah, Batman and the Punisher. (laughs) You know, because uh, unlike uh, Batman, I probably would, I probably would kill a criminal. Yeah, I would definitely kill a criminal, and maybe some I would let live. You know, like if it's just like a teenage drug dealer, well, maybe break his fingers. You know, just be like, hey, don't do it again. But uh, if you're a child molester or you work for the mafia or you know you rape women, then it's like, eh, you gotta go. <laughs> See you in hell. And that's what I need to be. I need to be the hero in my story. Because no hero, there's no one in a costume, no one on a horse that's going to come and save me. I have to save myself. And in order to save myself, I have to move forward. I have to... Do the things that um, I need to do, you know. And it hurts. Sometimes it's tough going forward. It's painful, you know, and waking up every day, you know, with anxiety. But you got to get back on the horse. You got to keep fighting. You got to hang in there. And and of course, I've also had um, my friends uh, help me out a lot because uh, my friends let me know that I'm not alone. 
Um, my friends, of course, not only Sally and Sansi, love you girls, once again, but uh, my friend uh, Noble Ron, who you can find on the Wisdom app, as well as uh, my other friend, Cecilia Grace, also on the Wisdom app, and uh, Chucky from Canada, uh, Lindsay McKay from the... Uh, Bad Cow uh, Podcast. Um, uh, my f- dear friend Kenny Banesh from high school. Uh, a real good friend of mine. Um, we actually didn't go to ACC together. We went to New Mission High. Uh, well, it used to be a high school, but now it's a community center. And... I... Um, you know, I, w- I couldn't have done it without those people and also my best friend Prema and uh, her mom, Becky, Becky Johnny. Um, I couldn't have done it without those people as well. And, you know, and the thing with, you know, with mental illness, you know, is, um, you know, you just have to work at it. You have to... Um, work on, you know, not letting it become a weakness that permanently keeps you down, you know, not letting your kryptonite keep you down, work ways around your kryptonite like Superman does. And, and there's lots of things I do. I take medication, um, trying to get some new medication as well. I exercise, I, um, you know, I do therapy as well, and, uh, that's, you know, and that's what I do now, you know, it's like, and I also talked about this on the, uh, day clubbing, uh, podcast, uh, that episode should be, um, up in a few weeks, by the way. Uh, I was on episode number 36, the episode Happy Birthday. Um, I was on the next episode that should be up in a few weeks and another episode that I did uh, last week. Um, that was actually the first one I, I did uh, coming back. And by the way, uh, thank you, uh, Ken McIntyre, the host of it. And of course, uh, Scott, thank you guys so much for letting me on there. And thank you uh, for letting me do... Um, my own show. I'm going to be doing my own show on there. And thank you guys for trying to help me so much with that. I love you guys to death. And, um, and, uh, so anyways, we talked about it on the, on the show of like, you know, what you do to overcome that. And I said, you know, and at the time I was going through a depression, but it was, uh, wasn't that heavy, but I said like, you know, you need, you know, you need medication, you need, uh, exercise and you need therapy. You know, you, and I said, you know, it's kind of like a salad, you know, you eat your, you eat the lettuce, the tomatoes and the cucumbers in order to make the salad work, you know, and also throw in, uh, some, some self-care as well. You know, throw in some self-care, you know, things that make you happy and, that's what it takes, you know, for the salad to work, you know. 
So that way you won't be always boggled down and what have you. And also journaling too. I mean, I journal. I haven't journaled in a while actually, but journaling helps as well. So, you know, you got your cucumbers, your tomatoes, your lettuce, your uh, croutons, and let's see, I would say shredded cheese. (laughs) Yeah, shredded cheese and bacon bits and dressing and boom, you got yourself a salad. Yeah, that's your salad. That's your, uh, your mental health salad. And I do not eat salad. I like spinach salad. Spinach salad is cool. But a regular salad? No. No. Not into that. Not into that at all. And... Also, um... Also, I want to send a, um, also I want to send a, a shout out to, um, to Claire over at, um, yeah, Claire and, uh, Ruthie over at, uh, my peer support group. Those women, they helped me so much. Um, they helped me during my breakdown and hugged me and, You know, I I love those women so much. And, you know, they helped me realize that I have to, you know, that I have to help my, you know, that I really need to focus on myself. I have to get help for myself, put myself first and, and all those good things. And, you know, and I, and of course I already thank them, but, uh, In case they're listening to this, you know, ladies, thank you so much. You know, you girls, or I should say women, you women helped so much. And, you know, and my mom thanks you as well. In fact, actually, uh, my first day back, I I bought a bunch of donuts for for them. I got some Dunkin' Donuts for those, for them and for everyone else in the group. Because I knew that they... um, I know that they would appreciate that. And it was my way of saying thank you. And... So there you have it. Being the hero in your own story. And that's what we all need to be. You know, it doesn't mean it's it's always going to be triumphant. But just like Superman, Spider-Man... The Punisher and Daredevil. You know, when we stumble, we have to get back up. That's what we have to do. When we stumble, we have to get back up. We really need to get back up. You know, it's um, you know, it's like Batman's uh, father said in Batman Begins. You know, why do we fall? So that we can learn to pick ourselves up. And there have been times when I've been down and I didn't want to get up. I didn't want to get back up. I didn't want to face another day. You know, sometimes I wanted to go to sleep and not wake up. But 
God is uh, keeping me alive for a reason. And I thank him for keeping me alive. And I'm making the, I'm taking the steps to be the person that I want to be. I want to be that superhero. And like any other superhero, got to train. You know, and I'm training, you know, training like crazy, trying to do the due diligence to get what I need. It's, no one said this was going to be easy. It's going to be hard as hell. But I have to remember why I'm doing this. I'm doing it first and foremost for myself. Second, for my family. Third, for my friends. But most of all, I want to do it so that I can not spend the rest of my life going in and out of facilities. And... That's why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because... I want to get better. I'm doing it because I want to stay out of mental facilities. I don't want to have another drink. I don't want to lose friends. I don't want to... Keep being haunted by my past. Either. I'm a work in progress. I'm not perfect. I never have. I never will be. And it's like uh, one of my favorite wrestlers, uh, John Moxley, of course, who you WWE fans might know as uh, Dean Ambrose once said. You know, if everything, if everybody was perfect, you know, it'd be a very boring world. And. And that's the thing about perfection, you know. Yeah, it's it may look great, it may it may be triumphant and whatever, but at the end of the day it's boring. And I don't want a boring life. You know, I mean, if I can have half of it good and the other half where it's bad, but not bad enough to where I want to have a drink or want to kill myself, then I'm all for it. And I'm trying to learn how to love myself because you have to love yourself before you can love others. It's a work in progress. It has always been a work of progress. I will always be a work in progress. I mean, but hopefully I can get better. And for anyone else out there who's listening, you know, it's okay to admit that you need help. Because even superheroes go through bad times. And they rely on people for help too. Batman has Alfred. 
Superman has... Well, I guess you could say maybe uh, Lois Lane. <laughs> yeah, Lois. Lois Lane. Daredevil has his uh, priest. And... You know, Spider-Man has... Uh, well, Spider-Man has his own... Well, has his Aunt May. And if your family can't understand you, then go get a counselor. See a therapist, see a psychologist, reach out to support groups, um, anywhere. Don't, don't be afraid to ask for help, guys. It's okay to ask for help. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. It shows that you can't do it alone. Some people can't do it alone. And when you say to yourself that you can't do this alone. When you say to yourself that you need help. And that you need to reach out to somebody and talk to them. That person will be there for you. That person is going to be there to give you a hug. A kiss. A pat on the shoulder. He's going to be there to say, I'm here for you. I love you. And I care about you. And me, I have so many other people. You know, I mean, I have my friends. I have my family. I have my support group. I have my... I have a lot of people. And... Also, I try to take it one day at a time, too. Not just with drinking, but with my mental health period. You know, I mean, because sometimes getting through the day is just enough. You know, and, well, I actually had one friend, my good friend Cecilia Grace, was like, well, if getting through the day, you know, if all you're living for is just to get through the day, then that's not really a life. And, but... She, uh, I mean, she's a good person and all, but, uh, but also I had another, uh, person that I talked to. She said like, well, for some people, just getting through the day is an accomplishment in itself. And it is because we have to celebrate the little things in life. And, uh. If we celebrate the little things in life, then we can be ready to celebrate the big things in life. And it's important that we celebrate those little things, whether it's, uh, hey, we got a kiss on the cheek from our mom, or, uh, hey, I got up today and went to the gym for the, f for the first time in years. Or, I woke up uh, without needing a drink. Or, I woke up on my first day and not, you know, I went through a whole day without having a cigarette. Or, 
Hey, I signed up for therapy. Those are the small things. Or even something as small as, uh, hey, a friend of mine got, got me a Dr. Pepper. Yeah, got me a, doc, a Diet Dr. Pepper and I didn't want to kill myself. It's worth it. It's worth living. It's worth sticking around. It's worth, uh, you know, going through all the pain and agony and suffering just to. Just to be around for the small stuff and get ready for the big things in your life. And as far as dating goes, and this goes for both uh, male, females, and also because it's Pride Month, I gotta say the, you know, the in-betweens, you know, my gays, my lesbians, my non Binaries, uh, bisexuals, and um, and trans. You know, if you know your self worth, then then just then just go for it. Don't rely on a man or a woman. If you're in a relationship with that person and that person doesn't love you, that person cheats on you, if that person, you know, would much rather, you know, drive a truck than spend time walking on the beach with you, then leave that person. Leave that person and go with someone who really loves you. Someone who really cares about you. Someone who wants to give his or hers undivided attention to. Someone who wants to hold hands with you when, when they're walking in public. Someone who will take you out on Valentine's Day and treat you like royalty. Someone who wants to have a movie night every Friday night. And just sit there and just watch movies. And someone who wants to make love to you all the time. Not just because they have to, but because they want to. I mean, right now, love is uh, on the back burner for me. I mean, there is some, I have some people in mind that I would love to date, but uh, right now it's sort of not in the cards, but hopefully maybe before the year is over, maybe I'll be in the right mind frame to 
to date again. You know, because uh, I would love to be in a relationship again. I want to be in love. And if that makes me a snowflake, then fine. I'll be a snowflake. I'll be the snowflake that takes medication, that goes to therapy, that cries his eyeballs out, but I'll still be alive. I'll still be here. I won't want to die. I'm going to live to be an old man. And I'm not ashamed to be vulnerable. I don't care, you know, what what you say or what you think. Because at the end of the day, this is my struggle. And you haven't walked a mile in my shoes. And unless you've walked a mile in my shoes, I don't care what you have to say. Because I'm getting the help. I'm not keeping it bottled inside. I'm not... You know, I'm not going to be taking my anger out on anybody. I'm not going to turn to alcohol and drugs. No. I'm going to stay alive. Because also that's what the hero does as well. The hero doesn't go and kill him or herself. The hero endures. The hero regroups. And the hero gets back out there and keeps fighting. And that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to put on my costume and go out there every day. Monday through Sunday. Rain or shine. And I'm just going to keep fighting. Because that's all we can do as heroes in our story. We just have to keep fighting. We can't let anybody or anyone keep us down. Whether that be a boss, whether it be a, a husband, a wife, a bratty kid, whether it be a neighbor or anybody. We're going to keep fighting. We're just going to go out there and just keep fighting. Because that's what the hero does. And you might get scarred on the inside. But your scars tell a story. And they tell a story that you survived. And here, I survived. I'm surviving, thriving, and wanting to be better. I want to be a better podcaster. I want to be 
a better son, a better role model for, well, I shouldn't say a role model because I don't consider myself a role model, but a better hero for, um, for people on the spectrum. I want to be a better hero for my fans, but most of all, I want to be a better hero for me. That's what I want to do. I want to be a better hero f for me. So, I hope you all enjoyed this. Hope you all loved it. And share this episode with anybody who's struggling with mental illness. Because trust me, this is something that they're going to need to hear. And before I get out of here, uh, next week, it is the start of the Summer of Spawn. Yep, the Summer of Spawn. And originally, I was going to do this for, for the Summer of Spawn. I was going to be looking at, for five days a week for the entire summer... Uh, looking at all the episodes of Todd McFarlane's Spawn. Yep, the HBO animated series. And... Unfortunately, I won't be able to do that because I'm working on other podcasts and because my mom doesn't want me to be overwhelmed and I don't want to be overwhelmed with too many podcasts and stuff. So, what I'm going to do instead is on Monday and Friday, yep, Monday afternoon, Friday night, I will be uh, doing the Summer of Spawn, you know, because I'm allowed to do podcasts on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I can still do Wisdoms, too, but for the most part, I am going to... Uh, be doing this podcast, well, at least for the summer. Um, yeah, for the entire summer. The Summer of Spawn. That's right. And we're going to be looking at the entire three seasons of Todd McFarlane's Spawn. One of the best... Uh, superhero animated series of the 90s and this was actually uh, my brother Wayne's favorite show back then uh, I didn't watch it back then because I was a little young but uh, I did watch it um, yeah I did watch it uh, you know many years later a few years back and you know when I got HBO on demand and then I started watching the old episodes again and and you know I was never really into the Spawn comics I mean um, I've seen the movie I've only seen the movie once and I've seen the animated series and that's all I knew of Spawn but then after one of my weekends of um, binge watching um, the TV series because I like to binge watch 
I got a little more curious about the uh, about the history of Spawn, you know, the comics. So I bought uh, Spawn's uh, origin collections. I got like the I think I got seven or eight eight of them, and you know, going into the early years of Spawn, you know, um, especially when he came out out in nineteen ninety two, created by Todd McFarlane. And, you know, and I really love Spawn. Yeah, I just, I really love Spawn now, you know, and, um, you know, and I'm also, um, you know, I'm not so much into horror comics, you know, dark horror comics like The Walking Dead or, uh, you know, the old Tales from the Crypt comics or, or anything like that. But, you know, I'm, you know, but I am a fan of Spawn. I am a fan of, uh, you know, Blade. Uh, I've read a little bit of Ghost Rider. Not hasn't really piqued my interest too much to read it, like the Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance comics or Morbius. Uh, but you know, but still pretty. But still, you know, I do like Spawn and Blade and that sort of thing. You know, and there have been some horror comics that are actually pretty good. And if you are a fan of horror comics, you can definitely go check them out on, um, you know, check them out at your local comic book store or your local bookstore, or you can get them on Amazon. And also, before I get out of here, I said I'd be starting a new show, um, Match World 2.0. That will be starting this Wednesday, and it will be on Spotify. I'm going to go record it. Hopefully, I'll have it up the same day as well. It's going to be at uh, Center Club, where I am also a co-host of Day Clubbing with Ken McIntyre, which, by the way, once again, shout out to him. Thank you so much for letting me on. I'm not going to leave the show. I mean, uh, you know, because... You know, I consider him a mentor, and he's a good guy. Still have a lot to learn from him, and plus, I just love to talk. You know, I just love to talk, and I love being on that show. So, um, yeah. I'm still going to be on there, and I'm going to be doing um, Matt's World 2.0. So, yep, the... The reemergence of Matt's world is a is about to begin, and I will be having a guest. Well, I'll be having a co-host with me, which makes it different as well. So um, make sure you all tune in for that one as well. That will be on Spotify. Also, um, I am also going to be launching uh, another podcast and. Uh, that one I will launch right after, um, I'm going to be launching that one right after I'm done with the Summer of Spawn. So, uh, make sure you all, uh, tune in for that. I'll tell you more about that in the months to come. You know, I'm going to work out a few things on that one. So, yep, that's, uh, pretty much it. Also, uh, tune in on the Wisdom app uh, this Tuesday 
night at 6.05 for the return of Tuesday Night Wrestling. Going to be looking at the Coliseum Home Video Classic, The Ultimate Warrior, 1992. And also on Wisdom, I'll be doing Superhero Sunday as well. And for Superhero Sunday, I will be... Uh, for the summer, looking at uh, all the Batman animated movies, starting uh, with the first one, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Of course, uh, I did a review of that right here on Enter the Batcave, and you can hear it once more on the Wisdom app. Just download the Wisdom app, and uh, you'll be able to hear it. And... Yep, that's about it. Thank you all so much for listening. And sorry I kept you guys waiting for so long, but I'm glad to be back. And I'm just taking it one day at a time, people. Just one day at a time. Thank you all so much. And peace out. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.